Welcome to Design Diary, the podcast where you get to look inside my board game design notebook as well as what's going on inside my head. We look at a new word each day from the sense of mechanics, tone, theme, or inspiration for a full game. Today's word is bravado, a blustering, swaggering conduct, a pretense of bravery, the quality or state of being foolhardy. And I'm just going to say right now that today is a uh, community showcase episode, meaning I put this out to the design community to ask for their ideas for it. And that's why we're running so late. I'm also trying to get ready for packs, so I'm just like running so far behind. But anyway, um, my initial thought, so I'll just go through mine and then I'll get to theirs. And mine's quick, it's a page and a half. But my initial thought was just pretty much Han Solo and just to be, you know, me, the solo game. And it would basically be a Kessel Run or something along those lines. I don't, we're going to see what the Kessel Run is in a few weeks, actually. So, um, I don't want to be wrong about it, which I know I'm going to be. Um, I should put my theory out here right now is that Kira, um, the, uh, Amelia Clark character, I think she's going to fly the Millennium Falcon through the Kessel Run. It's, it's a wild theory and I'm just going to put it out there. But, uh, onto the game, what I came up with was... It was just the fact that I always talk about uh, turn order mechanics, but I never actually make them. It's always my example is that, you know, with Design Diary, you don't have to create a game. You can just create a turn order mechanic, for example. So today, I wanted to come up with that turn order mechanic. And the idea would be a bidding phase, a simultaneous bidding phase on how much you plan to accomplish during your turn. Uh, So the more bravado, the more you say you're going to accomplish, the earlier you get to go. So I can say that I'm going to either, you know, gain X amount of ground or gain so many points or obtain this many cards or whatever it is. There needs to be some kind of common uh, common denominator in, in what you can do. Uh, and I thought being first, you know, the, the goal is to go first because it would obviously be an event, adventure style game. An adventure, it's always good to explore and go first for exploration. It's can be bad when there's like traps or things like that but in, in the general sense going first is, is is good so you come up with this idea and you say you're going to do seven things and you, you, now you have to go through with them or else and the or else is where i thought it could get interesting and there's three things that i wrote about the or else one is you could have a permanent mark for the rest of the game that does something uh what i like is something that says uh, I like when it's when a game has something that's like the most marks cannot win. So every time you, you do you know you go all in and you can't, and you fail, you get a mark and if you have the most marks you can't win the game. That's very uh, much like Tony's Treasures, a game that we've talked about on here before. Um, it's kind of got that vibe to it. A second one is that uh, an opponent or all opponents get a plus one token, which means they can go uh, they can bid one higher next time and if they can't, account for all the deeds that they need to do, they toss in their token, and it counts as one of them. So if one opponent gets it, there's got to be some sort of logic built into how that's going to happen, but if all opponents get it, that's that's, that's tough, and depending on the player count, that can, that can be a tough one. So the third one is that there's a second phase of actions. So the first phase, the person who, who you know, 
had the most bravado and and you know claim that they could do the most goes first and in the second phase it plays out in in you know reality who was able to accomplish theirs so the highest bid that was completed would go first and then go down with the the misses at the bottom and the bigger your miss the later you go in turn order or vice versa or or reverse it if um if going first is not good in that section so it all just depends on what the game is and that's all i had and i kind of like like the i love the permanent mark and it's very much like the game tony chargers i do like giving an opponent the plus one token because uh it gives some reasons to to you know uh kind of kind of build up and lay low maybe uh and just take the safe bet and then start trying to collect all those tokens and then uh, the reverse turn order, that's something that I like all the time. So that's as far as I got. It's, uh, it's quick, and, and now we can look at what everybody else came up with. So it's time for the community showcase, design community showcase. We need like a song here. First up is Ifix Sontoff, Brave Captain Beard. This is a follow-up to Brave Sir Knight, a game about knights trying to rescue the king's crown from a hungry dragon. In that game, chivalry was dead, and the fastest knight to run screaming from the cave won the game. So in Brave Captain Beard, two players play as members of the Captain's Beard crew. Captain Beard's crew. You have journeyed to Monster Island in search of lost treasure. The problem, X didn't mark the spot in the traditional sense. X marked the lair of a massive hungry crocodile. Captain became breakfast. You could be next. In this short elimination-style game, uh, card game, you're being chased across the island even while trying to find the buried treasure. But the crocodile isn't the only monster on the island. Mechanically, you'll have a pair of small decks from one deck which has 19 cards numbered 1 to 6, a wild card. Two players receive 7 cards played face-up on the table. The remaining 5 cards represent the crocodile's move. You make the runs of at least 3 cards where the first card, played, the first card is played by the crocodile. Players may follow with a card in front of themselves or steal cards from one another, but in doing so, they reveal cards, other cards from the deck, or from the other deck, which has other monsters and nasty events. Be the first to make your way back to the pirate ship and take your place as the, as the next Captain Beard, but beware, cards valued 1 to 6 also contain treasure. If you return to the ship without enough treasure, your, will, your crew will mutiny and both players lose. And that's neat. That took a little bit of that same Tony's Treasures thing that I that I was thinking about, where, you know, you have to. There is a, a requirement, or else everybody loses. Um, Caroline Berg, bravest goblin. You play as Ashmark, a young goblin who is a hunter from the Singed Skull Tribe, as she makes her way through the creeping forest to warn her tribe of the human adventurers headed their way. Using her knowledge of the forest against the humans, they try to reach try to reach Singed Skull's tribe camp without getting caught or leading the humans right there. And now Adrian Pillai, bravado. Idea. Oh, so it said I had nothing, but then I saw my kid go headfirst down the slide. Which I've seen as well. Here we go. Uh, idea. Cross a formula, day, formula D with Flam Rouge about kids daring to build, ride, and get to the end of the world's gnarliest slide. Winner is kid who gets to 100 style points first. Flam Rouge part is about players being able to build the course. They build it turn by turn, slide part by slide part, but instead of interlocking, interlocking tiles, it'll be cards. Instead of uphill parts, there will be corkscrews and loop-de-loops and jumps each slide card you add is a permanent is permanent to the course the formula d part is where players control their speed to successfully navigate through the different parts of the slide either they need to go faster or slow down 
that they do this by rolling dice to get their total speed, then adjusting up or down based on the advanced ability cards they have. Slide cards have different effects. One may have a speed limit, which you can't exceed. Uh, another may ha uh, add more dice for you to roll, increasing, increasing your speed potential. One more aspect is damage. If you go too fast but don't want to crash, you can use stuff that absorbs damage. You can slow down immediately by splitting your pants. Lose your pants until you get another pair, or dare to go down the slide in your undies for additional style points. Style points are calculated on based on how many cards you successfully go through each run, plus how many advanced abilities you pull off, spins and somersaults, plus your difficulty modifiers going down the slide head first. Alright, and the next one we have is uh, Pablo Shulman. It has to be a push-your-luck game, a haunted house-themed game where players compete who can go further inside a house before awakening the residing ghost. The house is made of colored tiles, three colors will be fine, and there are three colored decks as well. When a player enters a room, they draw a card, and it could be a safe or caught card. If a player is caught, they go back to the entrance and the card is discarded. Players continue until one player gets the other side of the house, or something like that. So it's neat that everybody went with a little bit of a, a push your luck thing. And that's naturally where I went as well. It's probably that, that foolhardy section. Is that what it said, foolhardy? The quality or state of being foolhardy. And the word foolhardy means full foolishly adventurous and bold, rash, a foolhardy explorer, foolhardy investors. Yeah, that, I mean, leads me to believe, you know, leads me right to pushing your luck. And it seems to lead everybody in that same direction. So this was fun. This is a, to me, it's one of those action style, you know, blustering, swaggering conduct. Like that's the kind of thing that it sets the tone on its own. It's hard to, it's kind of hard to stray from that. So thanks everybody for joining in as always. You, um, these, these designer community showcase episodes are always the best and I need a theme song for it. But uh, we'll do it again very soon. So thank you. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another word. All right. See ya.